after several weeks of pretending the club never existed, we're getting back to the hearts of the matter. My name is Jarvie, and I'm joined this week by Simon, Hammy and Paddy. Together, we are the Broken Hearts Club Band. Right, I think uh, the best place to start is the retirement of Stephen Naismith. And what I wanted to ask you is, first of all, is he was on seven and a half grand a week. I think, I think we all knew that. Or there about. Is that how much it was? Aye, man. It was like, I'm pretty sure it was eight grand with bonuses. And I'm pretty Aye. sure bonuses would have been appearance fees. Yep. And I'm sure that was in the football club. <laughs> the retirement home for the wealthy. Because um, uh, it was all publicised when all the players were taking 50% wage cuts. So his salary was on the papers and everyone was going, what? That's insane. I know. It seemed like you, you wanted to keep him at the time. But anyway, he's gone now. He's retired. But do you think he'll still be getting that money? <laughs> <laughs> this is hard. I hope no. Surely no, but he's still at the club, so I'm assuming he's probably taking a wage cut to stay. But he's, like I say, still going to be taking a wage. So mm-hmm. I just wouldn't be surprised if he's on more money than Robbie Nielsen. <laughs> <laughs> he probably fucking deserves to be, to be honest. I uh, never know. Our under 18s will go and win the the youth cup and all that. Then you'll know. Um, but yeah, so Stephen Naismith was our captain and he's gone. So, boys, who do you think the club captain should be for next season? You've Andy Arvind. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> uh, it's going to be... It'll Craig be Gordon. Suter. Craig Gordon, Whoa. of course. See, it's one th- of the two, isn't it? I think they'll give it to Suter in the hopes that he signs a new deal. Like a wee, a wee sweetener there, because his contract runs out this year. I can see what happens here. Sewer gets a captain's armband, signs a new deal, out for 18 months. <laughs> I've seen this story before. Oh, Christ, I forgot we had negative Paddy back. <laughs> Speaking about the hearts again. I think, but really the only players are going to be Gordon, Sewer, or maybe Michael Smith. I, that's That was my two. I never really considered John Sewer, I think... I don't think you should be giving it the captain's armband, and admittedly, it doesn't matter that much anymore to someone who's needing convinced to stay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of people don't think goalies should be captains. I mean, it doesn't really matter, does it? The captain doesn't matter more. The referee, everyone shouts in the referee's face, so it's not like <laughs> it's like not- it used to be. The captain was the one who dealt with the referee. Yeah. I mean, now it's probably just more of like a a sort of status thing in the dressing room. You give it to the player who all the players listen to. So mm-hmm. as long as they listen to them off the field, then it doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, like, like you mentioned, Tammy, Michael Smith's name's also been mentioned in the media today, along with Craig Halkett. No. Surely not. Eh? We don't know what they're like together. He might be like a big personality in that group. You never know. You never know. <clears throat> um, Craig Halkett's looking trim. Looking ripped. <laughs> He's He's at that Kanye West workout plan. <laughs> Get right for the summer. He's looking good. Right? He's uh, he's he's looking like a well-proportioned centre back. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
Yeah, fingers crossed. Um, but, but we'll give them one game and then it'll be back to Halkett. Um, <laughs> speaking of Craig Halkett, uh, his shirt number 26 has been retired this week. Not for Craig Halkett, for Marius Zaliukas, of course. Um, Simon, really nice gesture made by the club, don't you think? Oh, aye. Without, without um, some huge influence from the outside world, would the club have ever come to do such great things? And uh, I'm really glad everyone who, who got involved has taken full credit for it and and really, really basking in that sunshine. <laughs> People exactly. clearly have been making calls to the club. Yeah, we need to speak to our insiders and, and get our move on. <laughs> so there you go. Bye. Nice gesture from the club. Um, on the ball, Jink. Craig Halkett plays up front half the time. Jink, you'll get the number nine shot. I <laughs> <laughs> when we're losing every game one nil, and we've got to just do something in the last minute. Mm-hmm. Craig Halkett probably clocked up about hundred minutes up front last season. <laughs> Incredible. Um, and our new. Uh, sponsor kind of going hand in hand with Mary Salukas uh, M&D and uh, kind of part of the money when purchasing one of the club shirts will go to the charity uh, speaking of the club shirts the home tops had mixed reviews what do you think? I don't mind it but it does look very non-league <laughs> yeah <laughs> do you know what I mean? this very... just got a feel a bit like oh I feel like Bromley <laughs> or Dover. <laughs> uh, there's just it's just something a bit there's there's I don't know I feel like maybe because the last couple of ones of Ambro have been really good. Mm-hmm. So maybe I just got my hopes up, but I don't know. It just feels a bit weird. It's like they've sort of overcompensated a little bit, trying to be really retro, and and it's just it's backfired a wee bit. I still like it though. I really yeah. like it. There you go. There you go. Positive. Yeah. Well, there's mixed reviews still. Yeah. That speaks, <laughs> speaks for the wider family. So it's mixed. Um, I, I, I do think, like like every shirt, it, obviously there's ones that do look a lot better, but every shirt can be an absolute favourite, depending on what happens that season. Uh, well, that's very true. Yeah. It does remind me of the Yuko Bankias kit. It's pretty yeah. much the same top. Aye, it is very similar. Yeah. And those were good days because we had David Abu. Oh, <laughs> um, one shirt we can all agree on the beautiful f- third kit it's lovely yeah? yes very nice I'd prefer that oh I. you know what I didn't realise till yesterday you know the black stripes through the third kit actually has a picture of Tincastle like, oh, yeah I didn't realise that you have to look really close up in an image you maybe see it better in person but I've only seen a like images on Twitter and that, so I have no no zoomed right in. Right. It's interesting. Um, but anyway, that's kits for a bunch of 30-year-old men, so let's move on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> speaking of club legends like Marius Aliukas, Hearts and Tenerife legend Suso Santana has retired recently at the age of 35. Paddy, he surely had another move to Hearts in him. Well, we do like seeing them old. <laughs> Listen, see with Suso, I'm just glad he got over that horrific challenge in that 5-1 final that he <laughs> suffered. Uh, I'm just, it's always good to see players bounce back. Uh, just, <laughs> like it's just sometimes you need reminded that things are bigger than football and, and when you've seen that challenge, uh, it just brought it home a bit. 
discuss them. Um, so I, all the best to Suso Santana. Maybe one of the most underrated wingers we've ever had. Not had many better than him since he was at us. I think if he played sort of any other time, we might rate him a lot higher. But he was playing in one of the best Hearts squads we've ever had. Yeah, like if he was here now, he'd easily be like his ability when he was then, and he was here now, he'd probably easily be our best one of our best players. Mm-hmm. I definitely. So that, that must have been what, about ten years ago. He was at twelve. Oh, nine, two thousand and twelve. Aye. aye. There you go. Nine years ago, twenty six. So aye. he's been at Tenerife for ages. Eh, bloody loves it there. And that also ends Tenerife uh, trying to punt their home tops to Scotland fans. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like a Scotland top. You have no more affiliation. Um, one more piece of club news. Um, sorry, legends news. This one was kind of hidden away in the footnotes of the number six retirement. Uh, Jim Jeffries has left his consultancy role. Um, Joe Savage seems to have everything under control now, including seeing the departure uh, or retirement, not sure, of John Murray after 25 years of loyal service. Uh, mixed bag of feedback on this one online, just like the home kit. What do you make <laughs> of, uh, of John Murray leaving? You don't know what goes on behind closed doors, so you, you've you've no real idea about what his general role was. But I feel like anyone involved in the signings in maybe the last like four or five years really shouldn't be at the club anymore with that sort of performance. If anyone else performed like that in their job or their department performed like that, they'd be big, big reviews. They'd be really, really looking into what went wrong. So maybe this is what's happened. But good luck, Tom. He's, he's a, a long-standing Gorgie man. He'd done a lot for the club. He was he was there for good times as well. So let's let the man just enjoy his retirement. <laughs> That's true. Not happy if you've got an alternative view. No. <laughs> uh, sort of go along with that, I think. Yeah. I'm sure I did read something about oh he didn't do this he didn't do that and he wasn't this and this and this and he's head of recruitment he, the buck falls with him so Aye, if if people are saying oh he wasn't involved in that he was either no Dana's job or Dana's job badly so yeah. he can choose which one he wants to do but aye see you later good luck <laughs> Paddy you've got a big shit eating smile on your face. <laughs> 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 I mean, the last, on the one hand, he signed Phil Stamp, and on the other, he signed Elliot Freer. Sort of a mixed bag <laughs> of. We've all got to move on, Jarvie. Change do. is just a part of life. We do. Uh, it's certainly, I mean, when, uh, when things were going badly last year or this year with Robbie Nielsen, everyone was calling for a complete, you know, refresh with Joe Savage. And that's part of it now as well. 17 managerial reigns John Murray was part of. It's unbelievable when you think, you know, I've not looked, looked through the list, but I wonder who that goes back to. Who? What did he have on someone? Like, what did he have? Eh? <laughs> he survived Romanov. Like, that's Aye. unbelievable. Aye. Yeah. He'll have been Jeffries would have been his first manager if he's 35 years, because that's 96. And Jeffries um, would have been there for four years. And then you had a decade of a manager every six weeks. I was about to say, yeah. see, when you said 17 managers, I was thinking, I mean, <laughs> a, any other club, that's probably quite a long time. But I don't know how <laughs> right. long that is. Yeah, 17 managers, that only takes us back to 2015. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, John Murray, another mixed bag. There you go. Um, Hammy. 
George Brown has come in. Um, <laughs> to work, looking a bit confused, you told us about it, Hammy. <laughs> He's come in from the Rangers Academy to work under Joel Savage. Do you know what kind of uh, duties he'll be serving? Because it's not it's not a replacement for John Murray, is it? We're still recruiting for that one. Yeah, this is more, so this is like an analyst role. So I, from what I read of the uh, job posting, it's, it's a bit like what Austin McPhee was brought in. Okay. So he looks at the stats and the, the, the video evidence of the players that are being scouted. Um, he looks in more detail, a bit like sort of the Moneyball technique type. Um, rather than just going and watching a player play three games, he actually goes into depth about his fitness and you know, how many passes he makes in a game, how many shots or all that, you know, the XG goals and that. uh, It's more that rather than, but, you know, time's moving forward. That's that's where we're going nowadays rather than, you know, watching Mm -hmm. players. Aye, all the big clubs seem to all pretty much use this to scout players and uh, and obviously everything else. So it makes sense that us little lads up north are starting to do it. (laughs) Yeah. Now, now you talk about the role, Hammy. I, I do remember actually reading that being advertised on Facebook a couple of months ago. <laughs> <laughs> what was up with that? Why are we advertising? Ch- oh, sorry. On you go, Jarvie. <laughs> Just, why are we advertising all these roles on Facebook and Twitter? It makes us look so tinpotty. It seems to be quite a common thing now, though. Like, a lot of clubs are doing this. There's like, clubs have like just job, like Twitter pages where they just advertise the jobs they're putting up. Hmm. I see one for Arsenal, actually. Aye. Yeah, aye, you're right. There's been a few, aye, aye. Yeah. They're Tim Pot as well, though, so that's <laughs> not saying much. Um, but yeah, look at Hearts getting all modern, eh? Um, and I, George <laughs> Brown's meant to be quite highly regarded, so yep. it can only be, a, only be a good thing, eh? Aye, but you've got to be able to do the right things with the stats. You can, you can gather all the stats in the the fucking earth, but if you're fucking mm. Austin McPhee and Craig Levine, it's <laughs> <laughs> the fucking point. Well, I wonder if he gathers all the data and then Joel Savage is the one that looks at what he wants to look at. You know what I mean? I don't. I don't think George Brown will be, you know, pulling out the attributes and saying this is a sign and we should be getting here. That probably goes then to Savage and Nielsen to look at maybe. Yeah. Aye, I'm sure he's probably told to analyse positions and, and what out to look out for and then it, it probably goes up and down the ladder about five times before they decide on <laughs> to even approach a player. I mean, these yeah. things must be so complicated nowadays. Mm-hmm. Someone sends an email to the club. Aye, you've got to then, because it'll be all unofficial. All transfer deals will be done like unofficially and then mm. you then have to do it all officially through like the legal means. So Aye. it must take a fucking age. Imagine the stress. Imagine being a manager on deadline day and you've only got like one left back. Aye. <laughs> right, well, back to modern times. Uh, Liam Boyce was given at the PFA Championship Player of the Year. Craig Gordon and Andy Irvin joined him in the Championship Team of the Year. Congratulations to them. Right, it's time to start speaking some shit about Andy Irvin. <laughs> <laughs> Segue in. Um, we've got a whole transfer segment coming up, but let's speak about them now. Andy Irvin joining, oh Christ, Turk, Gucci, Munich. Um, What's your thoughts on the move? Good luck, Tom. It was our fault for letting him go. We, we acted far too late. He's a good player. I was obviously extremely confused when I seen the club come up. I was like, mm-hmm. is that literally a club that just says like Turkey, Munich? 
<laughs> and wear like essentially like a turkey top. <laughs> and their badge is essentially that. the turkey flag. <laughs> yeah. So I was so confused and I was like, oh no, it is a German team. So I thought obviously it would make sense if it was in a Turkey, Turkish league, but then I realised it was German League Three. Mm-hmm. You know what it reminds me of? It's a wee bit like imagine a team in Scotland playing in green and white with like a shamrock on their badge, like they were Irish, but in Scotland. <laughs> Call themselves like the Celtics or something. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bizarre move. It really is, isn't it? That's, when it first came out, it was like, oh, he's moved to the third tier of German football. I was a bit like, what is he on? But then I think when you read more into it, I, I think the third tier of German football is not as bad as it maybe sounds. Um, there's it's probably some big a really good level, there. isn't it? Um, and, and German football, I've got it right with sort of player progression and everything. So he'll, he'll play there uh, maybe six months to a year and he'll... He'll go up the ranks because um, right. obviously they've they've got their B teams in there as well. Um, I remember we vaguely talked about this when Hickey was was thinking about going to Bayern Munich, and their seconds play in that league, and it's it's a, it's a decent move for a young player. So, yeah. you know, good luck to him. Yeah, German football is very stats heavy as well. No yeah. than I'm sure he'll be on all their set pieces. Dead ball specialists as well. If he racks up, you know, 15 assists in a season, he'll get a move. Yeah. Up the ranks for sure. Or we'll see him at St. Mirren. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, on, on Irving actually leaving, uh, Mark Donaldson said on Scars Around the Funnel that he was asking for £3,500 a week. Um, very bold of Mark Donaldson to tell us approximately how much money he was asking for. But you know what? We would have said the exact same thing if we'd knew that. Oh, <laughs> so, <laughs> straight away. Um, but what do you think about that? Thinking about his form for last season, he's made the championship team of the year. Do you think that? I don't think that's an audacious amount of money for him to be asking for. Do you? Would it put him? Where does it put him in terms of everyone else? Like who who would be on the equivalent wages of that? That's what I need to know. Because if he is, if he's asking for more money than, say, like Peter Haren or or one of these players that's playing week in week out or as like an established member of the first team, because we forget Andy Irvin, this was his first real season of proper being on the team sheet, one of the first names. Last season, he was kind of in and out. So if he's asking for, for, for more money than the boys have been doing it for a couple of years, maybe that is a bit of order. But if he's asking for the same amount of money as the players he's maybe better than or playing more than, then it's absolutely fine to ask for that. There's no issue. Yeah. Paddy, uh-huh. what do you think? I've got no problem with it, given that Stephen Naismith was on seven and a half grand a week. I think three and a half grand's fine. Irving played a lot more than Naismith did last season, so I have no issue with it at all. Well, that's it. And you, you probably, if, if you were given that to Andy Irvin, you're probably getting him on a four-year deal as well. He was probably he was probably asking for more than maybe he thought he was going to get, knowing that there's options there for him and there's no rush for him to sign a deal. Because he knows he's probably he got that German agent in who all his players win the Bundesliga, so I'm sure he made promises and had great contacts and probably spoke to clubs mm-hmm. to show we don't really need to accept this. We can get this money in Germany and prove your pathway, make your pathway a lot better. Yeah, it used to be a good experience for him, if anything. Go over there, you know, Germany. <laughs> That's nice. Weather has to be better than here. I'd encourage any young player, 
even all the ones at Hearts to go train abroad, why wouldn't you? Hearts have proven that they can't manage young players for the last five years. If I was even as much a fan I am, if I was in that youth academy, I'd be thinking, who's made it for this academy in the last like four years? Yeah, exactly. There you go. The last Hearts player to go down to the German third tier was Marcus Godinho. And what a career that man's went on to have. So all the best, <laughs> Andy Irvin. Um, but I, Simon, speaking of the other youngsters around the team that have came through the academy, <clears throat> Ewan Henderson, who will be an interesting one this season to see where he fits in going into the Premier League. Uh, he went back to pre-season uh, on a th- three days a week, just taking one week off. What about that for dedication? Eh? Good man. I mean, I hope he's not going to burn himself out and he's just doing like upkeep and all that stuff. But that, that's what you want to see. This is the difference between the top players and maybe the players at this level. So that's that little bit more discipline, dedication. Yeah, exactly. I mean, to be fair, there's fuck all else to do. Aye. <laughs> <clears throat> and you'll probably, if the club's got anything about them, they'll probably send them off with like a, a plan that they need to stick to whilst... Um, whilst on holiday and stuff. So he thought, fuck it, I might as well just come in. Yep. If the um, club's got anything about them, we know they've not got anything <laughs> about them. <laughs> Sent off with a bag of sweet- sweeties at the end yeah. of the season and that'll be it. <laughs> um, and just to ask you, in general, Ewan Henderson, do you think he will be? Jinky could be starting next season. Jinky's going to be a fringe player. Where do you think he's going to be fitting in? I think he's our... Uh... On the bench, wing-stroke wing striker back up, and if he starts performing, he could maybe dislodge someone. Same as last year. Mm-hmm. Just at the Premier League level. Just can he step up and do what he did last season? Because he ended the season really well. Yeah, he did. I, think, I hope it does work out for him. He's a very hard-working player. Eh? The type of Hi. player that's easy to to support and not boo. Because you, you know he tries for you, and that's all time can last for most of the time. Um, things are not looking so good for fellow youngster Chris Cannavaro Hamilton, who we have heavily speculated over his height on several occasions. Um, Hamilton's been told to train with the under-18s. Uh, he's actually playing for the under-18s as we speak, like in a public field, in, uh, like in Trenent or something. Totally outcast for the team. You remember this time last year in pre-season, Chris Hamilton was starting all the pre-season games alongside um, Craig Halkett. And we thought he was going to break into the first team. How old is he now? I think he's like 20, 21. So you would hope that maybe this is the age you would start making appearances in the League Cup, maybe like mm-hmm. at that age. But like you and Henderson you level. You just hope they've got a plan. They hope that, that because that, he's meant to be a really good talent, so you hope that they've got a plan. I know Paddy are laughing. But <laughs> I just hope that they have a plan. Yeah, feels like they didn't have a plan all the fucking time, but I do hope that they've got one for this no, because it's an our talent that's just going to get wasted if this is the case. Yeah, from what I've heard, he's free to go. Like he's not in with the first team bubble. He's like he's three, four years older than everyone else in that team playing tonight. Um, Perfect. He's away soon. We will Perfect. never get to see Chris Hamilton play in person. So we'll never be able to see if he's actually five foot seven or five foot nine. <laughs> he's surely five foot nine. Is that not what we decided? Or does that what just I decided? 
<laughs> I think you decided. I don't think it's ever been formally confirmed as height. Maybe he's grew, just add to the confusion. Grace knows. <laughs> Uh, other youngsters, Aidan Denham, Ryan Chivoni, Harris Spratt, Sean Doherty have all been given contract extensions. Uh, so good luck to the young team. They've been playing a bit in pre-season and doing well, so all the best with their loan spells this season. <laughs> <coughs> now, Paddy, James Anderson has only went and joined the bloody board of directors. <laughs> Mr. Moneybags, please link us with some European names and let's see if we can make it happen. Well, Messi's still a free agent. Um, obviously, I'm a big fan of Mario Balotelli and all that he does. Um, Sergio Ramos still has not signed his contract with anybody, and we do need a centre-back, so that would be quite good. And now that Naismith wages are free, we could chuck yeah, that on exactly. the Yeah, Get them all in now. <laughs> yep. uh, Harry Kane wants a move. We need a third striker option. No, no, we don't need that, that negativity. <laughs> He's a good British man. <laughs> oh, um, well, James Anderson can only be a good thing as Ambudge departs at the end of the season uh, Andy Kirk the final bit of news before we move on to transfers uh, Andy Kirk has left Hearts Ladies for the bottom feeders of Scottish football Brecon uh, his son however scored a couple of goals this pre-season and is apparently a hot prospect so let's not slag him off too much here. but yeah Goodbye, Andy. Transfer news. First of all, boys, the biggest story of the summer. This new guy we've got in, I think his name's pronounced, is it Luik Demur? De, de <laughs> <laughs> Looks like some player, eh? Luik Demur. How short a memory of Hearts fans got? <laughs> well, given this was the exact conversation last summer, really short. <laughs> Aye. Uh, I mean if he's here and he's getting paid I want to see him play but I've seen him play a lot and he's fucking shite yeah like consistently the worst play on the park it would be the greatest comeback and I would love to be proven wrong about Lloyd Demur and it would be like I said the greatest comeback of a player I can remember at Hearts mm-hmm. and I'd love to see him do well but he is fucking shite <laughs> <laughs> I would like to echo Simon's statements there. I have nothing else to add to that. Like, I hope we can like have a bit of a laugh about this at the end of the season and play that clip back and go, oh, player of the season, like Demur. Mm. But you all can't. We didn't need to remember when what episode this was for because it's not happening. I know. Hammy, off your silent. Are you, oh. are you one with a short memory yourself? <laughs> no, no. Uh, this just... I can smell it a mile off that this is all just going to be the... We've missed out on a few players and we went, shit. I can what? Like, Demure's still sitting there. We're still paying him. You know, let's play him. And we, we said this last season in the championship when I think it ended up Michael Smith ended up going into centre midfield for a, a portion of time. And we were saying, play Demure. Like, we're paying him. The league's pretty much wrapped up. Mm-hmm. Let's see what he can do in the championship. And... He never, never even made the bench at all last season, I don't think. He's um, surely got to be something in his contract that says he, he doesn't have to play any other games outside the Premier League. And and that's just <laughs> weird. Like, you know, why uh, else would they be... Oh, there was No one ever said he was injured. 
Nothing. They didn't even exactly. fucking address it. They didn't say a word about why he didn't even make the bench once. And then all of a sudden, and well, I think he can play in the Premier League. Like, Aye. nah, come on. <laughs> Imagine also... we work together. Sorry, Paddy. No, no, on you go. And I just did. They turn up for a year and then just turn back up. All right, boys. <laughs> <laughs> the explanation. Aye. Exactly. Really got me is that they've said, oh, he's coming with a, a good mentality this summer. Well, it's taken him two fucking years to get a good mentality. How's that an acceptable thing to say? Fucking idiots. I get that Loic Demur might, something might have happened. He might have had, it was obviously a very difficult year for everyone. You never know what's going on. But the club need to communicate that better. We were told nothing about anything that was going on. We never said he was dealing with issues. He was going back to France. He was going anywhere. We never heard a word about it. They just never said anything about oh, one of our top earners just no having a single minute the whole season. The only thing, the only reason why I think he never played last season is if he had some, if he gets like a, an appearance fee, like a really high appearance fee, and because there was no fans going to the going to the stadiums, you know, there was we were watching our money. Nielsen's just said we could get away with just <laughs> ignoring him for a year. They must have explained that to him because he surely would have been. I mean, he might have been buzzing. He might have been like, I think they forgot about me. <laughs> <laughs> I keep I check my bank on the last day every month, and it's still turning up. So as, as long as they're not saying anything. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah, and the thing is, see with Crystal Ferro going out. Stephen Naismith going out, he's probably the pure speculation. I wouldn't be surprised if he's our second highest earner behind Craig Gordon at the moment. Maybe John Suter, he's not had a new contract recently. He's probably up there. Like, ah, he definitely is. Aye. Like, for what we've heard and for where he came from, and I think it was him himself said the, the offer was too good to turn down. Aye. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Aye. Like, we're obviously paying him an absolute fortune. Um, <sighs> just he must have played in like a like a training game at the Orient before he signed and just was like the best player by a <laughs> fucking mile that they were just like give him what he wants. <laughs> yeah. It's just yeah. the only time he's ever played well. Right, just <sighs> this bizarre thing. Yeah, you know the the only similar comeback would be Ryan Edwards getting back in the first team, <laughs> then being an absolute hero for the Scottish Cup final, but that still wouldn't come close to a full year. If not playing for Hearts and coming back in at the first team. But, you know, yeah, but Ryan Edwards had like a very limited amount of appearances where we, we didn't really know what he was about, to be honest. Like Until I seen Ryan Edwards towards the end of that season, I had no real idea about him. I mean, everyone slayed him, obviously, but like Demur, we seen for a full season in the Premier League and he was fucking shite. Mm-hmm. And then he he's just the... gone. <laughs> one of the worst players on the pitch that the last game of the season, I'll wait to, uh, I'll wait to Paisley, I'll wait to Sinbad. Right. Yeah, the, we were just talking about you and Henderson. His work ethic, the move was like the opposite that season. He just wouldn't chase chase a ball. He wouldn't chase anyone at all. It, it just didn't look like he cared. It looked like he forgot he had the ball when he got closed down. Hmm. So see what happens. Eh? End of the day, performing perform on the pitch, and I'm sure, you, and you just wouldn't mind it. Eh? It's all about your performances on the pitch. So bingo. We'll, we'll be coming up and doing our season-long predictions in a couple of weeks. It's only like 27 days or something until the season starts. How mad is that? <laughs> and I can guarantee you we'll be thinking about Lloyd Demure for most improved. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, moving on. Paddy, 
Elliot Freer has left the bloody club. How are you feeling? Yeah, well, yeah, it's good. It's great. He should never have been signed, but it's a great, it's a great time to be alive. Paddy, you are the Joker without your Batman now. I know you feel lost. I know there's a part of you missing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Who have you got your eyes on, Paddy? GMS, Aaron McInef, Lloyd Stephen- Demure. <laughs> <laughs> Fair play. Um, along with Elliot Freer, there was a, a whole heap of people going out the door, including A.D. White, Castanier, Christoph Berra, of course, uh, Bobby Zermal, Harry Cochran, uh, Sean Ward, and Leroy Makova. Uh, Eddie White, we ended up quite liking him towards the kind of end of the season or around the cup final, Christmas time, should probably say. Uh, you're a bit sad to be seeing him go. He nope. was never good enough, but like he said, he did really fucking try, mm-hmm. and that's all I want. I, I understand if you're going to get paid way more money than you are actually worth paying and get away with it, of course, you're going to do it. But yeah. he, he genuinely tried. He, he was shy, aye, but he tried. Right. I like Teddy White. I don't, I'm the same. I wouldn't want him here for next season, but no. all the best of him. Seemed really right sound. Um, Ollie Lee has sadly departed, uh, along with Colin Doyle, who somehow got offered a contract at Kilmarnock after that spell. Uh, Lewis Moore is away. I cry. And, uh, Craig Unbelievable. Lee. Is, uh, is also his contracts obviously finished away to Dunfermline as well. So we made loads of money selling all those players, eh? <laughs> not, not, <laughs> one, not one pence. All oh, right, okay, cool. The Hearts way, of course. Uh, Hammy, you made us aware the other day of rumours swirling around Peter Haring potentially going back to Austria. What have you heard about this? I heard that Peter Haring might be going back to Austria and then he's played in every <laughs> friendly after that. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'm going to chalk that one up to a lot of shite. <laughs> to be fair, Hammy, it would be the Hearts way to make him play every pre-season game and then, then let him go to Austria after that. <laughs> I just, I think we've really seen him last season as well. Um, he was... He was on. I was looking at his stats earlier, actually, because I kept I kept reading on kickback that he, he barely featured last season. He only missed three matchday squads. He was just on the bench for the majority of those. Um, mm. So he was used very, very sparingly. And you you don't know with that injury he's got. There was there was games last season he did look back to his best, but I think majority of the time he was probably still recovering. So you know he's he's played in this league before. He's bossed this league before. So. I'm happy to give him a bit more time to get up to full pre- pre-season fitness as well. Mm-hmm. I hope so. But aye, Paddy, it would be very harsh to build a team around him and then sell him on transfer and <laughs> <laughs> for like 10 grand. Um, players that have come in the door, uh, we decided to give Ross Stewart a two-year deal after his incredible uh, couple of appearances last year. Uh, what do you think the script's going to be for Harry Stone this year? You'll go and get loaned out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do, you think, do you think that's better for his development than staying and getting like cup games only? I don't think he would play. I don't think he'd play. I'd, I, I've never seen him play, and he's meant to be highly related, highly rated. But um, how old is he? 18, 19? 19, I think. Aye. I mean, unless he's like Craig Gordon, he's not going to get into that team. 
What I would enough. say as well, because of our absolutely fucking dismal performances in the Cups last year, we really need to play full strength for the get-go here and proper put our mark down because if we struggle against Peter Head on Saturday, the knives are going to be out so much. We we need to be playing full strength team there. Um, and let's say Harry's still 19. Um, get him out on loan. Get him to a part-time team so that he's coming back to Hearts for training and then he can train with Craig Gordon and then just play games. I think that will be better for him. Right, are, there, are there all the teams, teams in the championship or League One? They'll get some good part-time teams in there, so yeah. you'll be absolutely yeah. fine. Yeah, uh, it would be good to get him a full year in the championship. That'd be a good level for him, surely. We shall see. He'll probably get sold. <laughs> He's just, just released. <laughs> Not even sold. Right. Um, another signing, uh, another kind of player we had last year, Josh Ginelli signing a two-year deal. Um, Hammy, you're nodding. You happy? Yeah, I think two years is good as well. It's not, you know, if it, if things don't go well this year, it's not the end of the world. He's in the last year's contract. It's not like the four-year deals we used to dish out. Um, and obviously, he's still a bit of a risk. But I think, he'll, you know, I'm, I'm hoping he comes good. And we saw last season that he was, he's probably one of the best players Hearts had last season, so... He's he's also got motivation to perform. We we yeah. sign loads of players that have absolutely no motivation to do anything after Hearts. They're using it as a sort of retirement or a, or just to make loads of money in the last couple of years of their career. Mm-hmm. Whereas Josh Janelio will come and prove he can stay fit and prove that he can perform consistently. And I'm absolutely fine if players who are better than Hearts will come and use Hearts to show that they've still got it because that means they're going to play well for Hearts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I think Ginelli's got the potential to become to become a real fan's favourite. You know, we silky winger. I just really hope he can keep himself fit. That would be torture for him if he gets another serious injury and misses months of football. Right, mentally, that's going to be really difficult for him. Yeah, uh, he could be the he could be the difference from us finishing third and sixth this year if we get a fully fit Ginelli for a full season. But, but also, still to see if he can perform. At, our Premier League label. You know, although he did well against Celtic, and that was him coming back from injury. To be fair, so yeah, I'm not. Bad. I'm not as worried about the performance level. I think he is capable. It's it's the fitness for me. Mm-hmm. Fingers crossed. Um, now another signing. We kind of touched on this on one of the Scotland pods, but the signing of England under twenty one international Alex Cochran. Um, so is he going to be a backup left back to Kingsley and Halliday? There seems to be fitness concerns over Stephen Kingsley. We're starting to wonder if Alex Cochran is going to be a starter, aren't we? I think we're probably going to see him more than you think. Yeah. I, th- I think we mentioned that there was some chat that Kingsley's injury might be worse, um, but he played and scored um, mm-hmm. on the weekend there. So he's probably still coming up to fitness, but it's it's a bit of a weird one. I think the, the the signing for me is absolutely fine. The like the fact that they're bringing in a left back on loan, no commitment. It's it's the fact that it's um it's sort of a young unproven player. Surely we've got loads of young unproven players that we could have put in there. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. Where is our famous academy? Surely yeah. there's one left back there. That if it is a backup, he can sit on the bench and he can be the third option behind Kingsley and Halliday. And if there isn't one, why aren't we bringing in players that are good enough? Then, 
Mm-hmm. Hearts. Yeah, so that, that's my only issue. I, I, I hope the boy comes in. I think he will be good enough to, to see a couple of games. I don't think it's a bad thing letting Kingsley rest. It'll be a much more intense schedule. Um, hopefully we'll get a bit further in the cup, so be more games to play. Mm-hmm. Here's the riddle me this. I read this earlier. I'm not sure if it was on Kickback or just on Twitter. Would you rather take um, third place and no trophies this season or finish sixth and get the League Cup? Sixth in the League Cup. Hmm. Sixth in the League Cup. Ooh. I'd go third. I want some European football, baby. <laughs> if it was sixth in the Scottish Cup, 100%. Aye. I think I'd be happy as much with either, but a wee cup jolly is always good. Yeah, I don't think I could physically or mentally cope with a season so bad that we finished sixth. <laughs> <laughs> After all this time waiting. To go and see Hearts like draw or get beat every other week at Tencastle as well as get beat away and oh god, just gives me the shivers. So, there we go. Um, We've been kind of heavily linked with Ash Taylor all summer. It seems uh, coming in from Aberdeen. Uh, Aberdeen fans quite openly slate him. They hated Ash Taylor. (laughs) So, if the rumours are true, why are Hearts in for him? Uh, He is a he's a defender some cover for Halkett and you can kind of pap Pepescu out to be in a fourth option but surely we're looking to sign a starting centre back aren't we? I hope so. <laughs> Aye. Yeah. Like even if you think that Suter and Halkett are good enough wh- wh- who's behind them? Pepescu. <laughs> exactly but even then we, we know he wasn't really good enough for the championship he had moments well, where no. he was clearly concussed where he was phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But mostly, he was absolutely fucking terrible. Yeah. And I'd be bringing in a centre-back to put pressure on Suter and Halkett, who famously miss games for injuries. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. But for me, like we should have been signing... I know Declan Gallagher's obviously went to Aberdeen, but we should be signing someone like who you would think could rival Suter to be your star centre-back. Aye. I want competition there. Aye. Yeah. Not Ash Taylor. That ain't the answer. <laughs> I honestly could say um, I even remember Ash Taylor ever playing a game. Mm. So I can't comment, but if the Aberdeen that's fans... That's why we shouldn't him, sign him. <laughs> exactly, yeah. I feel like I watch enough Scottish football that I would pay attention if he was playing well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just a wee bit worried about that. I think we've missed out on Stuart Finlay, we've missed out on Declan Gallagher and we're going to end up with some boy Jimmy Dunn's not coming to Hearts. He's apparently going to Swansea for 20 grand a week. Right. Uh, coming up, I don't want to hear one word about a player who's played for Hearts coming back. All right? I know. <laughs> Sam Nicholson will be linked at some point. Oh, I, oh 100%. But uh, we're going to end up with some 29-year-old that's played for 17 clubs in England League 2. <laughs> Come in, be shite, take his salary, and we're going to be left with Suter, Halkett, and Popescu is the backup. Aye. That's, that's my most concern. The harsh way. <laughs> Why don't we just dip into our world-famous academy? <laughs> we actually have some decent young centre-backs. So, Chris Hamilton. Hamilton. 
<laughs> Fallon's one of them, but you've got Callum Flatman and a, a few other names. They're meant to be really hot prospects. So aye. Nielsen said he was going to bring in more youth this season. Maybe we will. Maybe we won't sign another centre back. Who knows? Um, moving on, should, probably should have started with this one because it's so long ago. Uh, Shea Logan was not offered a deal. <laughs> and I shit you not, Robbie Nielsen's words were that he was too old and we were trying to get the average age of our squad down. I mean, thank fuck he fucking said it. At least he's finally said something honest <laughs> in his life to the press. Yeah, the penny finally dropped. Um, he had an incredible end to the season. I think we all would have been happy if he signed. For once, we would have been happy with someone and he's, he's signing for Hearts too. I have all the ones not to sign. Yeah, <laughs> incredible. Uh, but I all the best. Um, I don't know if he's going to be playing football again after some recent news, but we shall see. Um, Alan Campbell only went and joined fucking Luton. <laughs> <laughs> Good for him. Our closest I friends. It, I hear it's lovely. Yeah. <laughs> Great day out. Oh, it was absolutely raging. It was one of them. As soon as I read it, I just had to turn my phone off. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Again, he's probably getting about 15 grand a week. Aye, they would be able to pay a lot more. English football is so fucked, eh? Aye. Um, Ross Callahan, who I 100% thought was going to be signing for Hearts, has joined Ross County. Um won't slate him. Probably a good move for him and probably a sensible thing that we haven't signed him. It I was about to say. I was about to say. <laughs> uh, another target um, who apparently hearts were linked to if Regan Hendry is going vegan as he's joined Forest Green. Um, many, many heart supporters wanted to see him in, uh, myself yeah. included. So it's again, a good Ox Gangs boy. <laughs> he is indeed. Uh, so again, raging. Um, we spoke about Ryan Edwards. He is a free agent. <laughs> what no. did I just say? <laughs> he's uh, apparently he's going to Korea, so enjoy your jollies, Ryan Edwards. I'm sure, you Aye, have man. a great time. That would be amazing. Yeah. Oh, um, why don't more footballers do that? Imagine you could just travel the world with your job and just get paid a packet wherever hmm. you went. And oh, that would be class. I'd, every two years, I'd just be like, right in our country, please. <laughs> Wait, right. Uh, one man that absolutely loves his European jollies, Kyle Lafferty. <laughs> <laughs> He's away again, this time joining some Cypriot side managed by an ex-Dundee player. Very upsetting. But again, all the best to Big Laugh. Um, there's not enough Jordan Jones rumours for my liking. And I refuse <laughs> to be defeated until he's in Marin. Um, he's a, I think he's a free agent now. Rangers don't want him. Sunderland don't want to keep him, despite doing quite well. Uh, so, aye, let's get him to, to Tincastle Park, please. It's got to be an attitude issue, though, eh? Oh, I can imagine Jordan Jones is just the most horrible man. But <laughs> you'd love him if he was in your team. <laughs> um, just finally, that, that's we're almost wrapping up the transfers, uh, because for some reason it's very quiet. It's so not hearts, genuinely. Maybe it's still to come. But finally, what happens with Jordan Roberts? So is he back training with us or what's playing, going on? Played in pre-season, assists. I mean, I'm really paying attention to all these games. <laughs> um, I could. Uh, supposedly, I didn't really watch him for Motherwell, but supposedly he was all right. He was very good at Motherwell. 
Aye, so let's let's get, get him in. Let's see what he's about. Maybe he just had a bit of a shit time with Hearts initially. Mm-hmm. Paddy, you hate I didn't him. think he was that bad when we, we first got him. He I was a victim of... Was, sorry. Yeah, no, on you go. He was a victim of being played everywhere but one position. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Like, aye, I, I, I'll give him another chance. We're paying him, so we may as well. Although... I, not sure I feel the same about Loic de Moore, but <laughs> yeah, you're right. I mean, he did start off quite decent on the left wing, but he kept getting chucked on the right wing, chucked playing in the ten. Then he was kind of written off before he was even performing that badly. So I will see. I don't think it's the the worst news if we have him there as a backup. Eh? Um, and I that's your summer transfer wind up to this point. I'm sure it's going to just get out of control in the coming weeks when Joe Savage starts panicking <laughs> realising we've still got Popescu as our third centre-back option and since Andy Irvin left we don't have a, a playmaking midfielder <laughs> like, we are quite vulnerable and we're leaving stuff quite late here I, the, the dressing room must have went to be in one of the busiest places in Edinburgh to literally just be in a ghost town the amount of players we've lost oh so many is out the door it's like 16 that's incredible mm-hmm all the best of them. All all sensible moves for them, personally. <laughs> uh, right, Hammy, we'll go over to you now for Out of Context Jambles Kickback, the Friendlies edition. Back away and don't talk a lot of shame. So I went through kickback and I wanted to get a gauge of... Um, how the friendlies went, because I didn't see them myself. Um, so, first up, we played Air, didn't we? And that finished 1-1. And um, it wasn't exactly brilliant. One man says, Twitter being its usual self, batter teams doesn't count. Don't win, Nielsen out. Some strange people about. I, of course, mean utter fucking idiots. I know it's a friendly and all that, but anyone who doesn't think we'll be in a relegation fight this year is sadly deluded. We've added zero quality to dreadful squad with a dreadful manager. Pre-season should be a time for optimism. Sadly, we have added no quality at all. Taking Gino and GMS out, there is no creativity, no midfielder who can get in behind, hoping for some much-needed signings ASAP. Somebody says, it's a pre-season friendly with, from what I understand, half the squad, the other half playing tomorrow. No point getting your knickers in a twist. Another one says, rather listen to the English media banging on about the Euros and some of the guff on a match thread. I don't think I agree with that. It's been torture. Um, Well, that's my my weekend ruined. Going to buy a dog on the way home, so I've got something to kick. I don't think he was being serious. Don't worry. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We'd have won if Demur was playing, another man says. And as we'll get on to... Was that me? (laughs) <laughs> this sure, is, I said that on Twitter. Uh, this guy's called Ian, so I don't think it's you, unless you've got another part not, of not, not one of my uh, posts. <laughs> no. not one of my um, we then played Falkirk and we pumped them 4 0. So one man says, Are we top six now or still bottom six because of yesterday? Another one says, Bottom two yesterday, splitting the arse cheeks now, meaning Celtic and Rangers. Um, I'd imagine the posters who have our relegation candidates yesterday will be equally as despondent and disillusioned today at only scoring four against League One side, including ex-Hearts rejects. 
meaning Callum Morrison, I believe. Having obviously not seen either game, I can definitely state that the difference was Demure, whose Phoenix-like return has me fully whelmed up. <laughs> These games are a great opportunity for the kids. We've got a slim squad this year, so places up for grabs. Impress the coaches and their careers could be kick-started. A bit of truth in that, I think. Um, and another one says of Jordan Roberts, who we just talked about. Well, if he can control the ball to... A under eight year old standard has learned that the guys in the same color shirt are his friends and can now pass the ball 10 yards. We could be <laughs> onto something if he repeats whatever the fuck he did in the semi final. We hibs, then we'd better start, we'd be better starting with 10. Maybe he was just too nervous or keen with us, but fuck me, the basics of football left him. Mm-hmm. So it went from we're getting relegated after drama there to <laughs> everything's all right. After beating Falkirk, and listen, these these are friendlies. You, you you can't. There's not a lot you can take from them. They're just a run out. Um, listen, we could be pumping actual good teams four or five. No, I still think we're gonna get fucking relegated. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I know there was, there was one of the like comments where it was you know a bit out of out of hand. But um, I think one of the point was that we've not added any quality. Is a very very valid point though. Yeah. Um, but we have got a lot, a rid of of a lot of shit, which can be just as important. Yeah, I still think we need a bit more depth, a bit more quality in the team. Oh yeah, like, like we said, if if we start, if we get injuries, which we will, it's fucking hearts. We're gonna get injuries. We we're looking very thin on the ground, and this was seemed to be the same issue last year. But I think it was more a case of we had players, but we just didn't want to play them because they were crap. Aye. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we made a good what ten signings last summer. It's just yeah. I could a number of thin air, but it must have been about that. Most of them had just left as well. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's very true. Good recruitment. Yeah. What do you think? Do you think we're just a centre back, a centre midfielder, and another body away from being, you know, a top four side? I, I could happily take competition in every single position for Hearts. I could genuinely, I would be comfortable buying maybe goalkeeper. I wouldn't want him to be better than Gordon, but I'd want him to be able to come in and and perform. But every other position, I could quite happily take a player who would start in that position. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just trying to think about our squad depth. We spoke about centre-back, left-back, right-back, behind Michael Smith. What, Jamie Brandon? I'd, I'd want someone to fight Michael Smith for that jersey. Aye, and he started to, he's been like indestructible, but he actually picked up a few niggles last season as well. Yeah. I actually think his form dipped a little. It did. Aye, it was probably his worst patch for Hearts in phases last year. Yeah. But every other position, I'd quite happily take a starter fighting for their position. Mm-hmm. I think wingers, we've got GMS and Ginelli. GMS was horrendous for 90% of his time last season. And we're still to see if Ginelli is fit enough to play 90 minutes of football. I couldn't tell you our starting centre mids are going to be. No. Andy Halliday, Peter Haring, Mechanef. Yeah. That's... None of them are... None, none of them are advanced creative players. <laughs> <laughs> maybe Demure is our, our new creative midfielder. <laughs> Genuinely, maybe that's it. 
They've unlocked it. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, thank you, Hammy. Um, like 20, 24 hours on Jambles kickback, eh? <laughs> right. Um, right. Uh, quick look at our fixtures for the season. Um, do you do this when the fixtures come out? You look at certain periods. Okay. I look for the derbies yeah. usually, and then obviously you, you try and look for the Celtic and Rangers games. Mm. But I find half the time they'll get moved anyway. So <laughs> they often do. Um, but with the fixtures, I'm actually going to quote your dad here, Hammy. <laughs> I, think he, <laughs> I think he put this on Facebook and it made me chuckle. Uh, Celtic Celtic will be giving us a guard of honour in the opening day of the season. Um, this Neil Doncaster will gleefully be erecting the Championship League flag at Tincastle Park, <laughs> um, which will be the first time the season hasn't opened at Celtic Park, considering they, they'd won it nine years in a row. So are there going to be fans at this game? So the papers are saying, considering restrictions, that there'll be 5,000 fans at Tencastle Park and none of them will be Celtic fans. <laughs> How good is that? Oh, that'd be nice. Aye. Lovely. Um, big game, second game of the season, the big redemption day. We're away to Paisley. I think we need I to go back. Go. No, I don't know where to go. <laughs> I mean, we can use the excuse that we'll obviously not be allowed, but I also do not want to go back. <laughs> Paddy, you coming? Nope. <laughs> um, our, the third game of the season, I'm not going to go for every game, don't worry. <laughs> third game of the season, uh, but at home to Aberdeen, and that is past Freedom Day, 31st of August, so that'll be the first time Tincastle will have been full since, what, like February, March 2020. Nice. Here to the eye. Hi. Uh, so the first, first Edinburgh Derby, sorry. Yeah, September the 11th. So, oh. Yeah. I, well, I think my dad's on holiday. Way. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, Paddy. You can borrow, uh, borrow the big man season ticket. That there day. you go. <laughs> Was it at Titan Castle? Yes. Uh, yeah, that's at home. At home to help September the 11th. Oh, I feel sick already. <laughs> Is that the Friday night game? But yeah, aye, first derby, 11th September. Look forward to that one. And I always like to look around the Christmas period. Normally there's a derby in there. It's quite underwhelming this year. We're at home to Ross County on Boxing Day. <laughs> it's a bit pish. That's one of them where you go, oh, I might not go to that. Uh, I can't really see me missing that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're home again just three days later to St Mirren. However, on the 2nd of January, when you're still out for Hogmanay, we do have Hibs. Um, and that must be away. That must be at Easter Road. Three o'clock on a Sunday, I've got Jotty down here. Oof. And then that's us on the winter break until January the 26th. I forgot that was a thing since we didn't have it last year. Right enough, aye. Lovely. Um, I think now we'll, we'll look ahead to our upcoming Peterhead and Cove Rangers tight fixtures and also hand over to Hammy for the first edition of, I'm not sure Hammy, is it off the season or is this just a wee short term one with buy or sell? Um, I've got a note here that says scores don't count as it's basically pre-season. <laughs> <laughs> so this is also a buy or sell pre-season. This We're is just buy or sell pre-season. <laughs> Getting warmed up. 
<laughs> so this is uh, this is for the Peterhead game on Saturday. Oh, I don't give a fuck. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> the first one is Hearts over three point five goals. Sell. So Paddy sell Simon sell Javi. Oh, bye. I bought that. Bye. Simon bought. Hammy, I'm going to go negative party as well. Let's sell that. Peter Heed, um, hearts to have over 63% possession. Bye. How are we meant to know? I know, eh? Well, I don't give a fuck. Pre-season, yeah. eh? Bye. 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 Jeremy? Bye, Mohammy. I'll, I'll sell. Oh. Getting your blood thrown. Now, this is, uh, this is a bit more general. Um, hearts to make a signing by next Monday. Sell. <laughs> I genuinely think it's the Euros. I think once they're done, everyone will just go mad for a couple of weeks and that'll be it. Mm. All right. I'm also going to sell that. Um, I'm going to buy just because I really want Jordan Jones to sign. <laughs> <laughs> and Paddy? What am I buying here? Sorry. Um, hearts to make a signing by next Monday. Sell. <laughs> uh, and this one involves us. Um, will we get ballot tickets for the Cove game? Sell. <laughs> <laughs> buy. Speak it into existence. Yeah, gonna buy. Gonna buy. What is it? Five hundred tickets available. At the moment, they're hoping to get more, but the first yeah. lot will be five hundred. Uh, there'll only be a few thousand after tickets, so uh, I'm if, also you're if you're listening, season ticket holders, don't bother there. That'll be pish. Uh, it'll be shit. You don't <laughs> want to go to that game. <laughs> Bye. Bye, Hammy. And that's everything for this week. So uh, we'll we'll find it next week how we're all done. Superb. And maybe uh, Cameron will grace us with his presence, eh? Fucking part-timer. <laughs> we should also mention that Jolly, believe it or not, is still in London. He's still not come down from the England game. But he has promised that he'll be back for the season starting. He's just not quite ready to speak about Hearts yet. I think he's the only Danish, Danish fan in Wembley on Saturday. <laughs> Good man. His whole body red, or he's just got incredibly sunburnt for it. Well, <laughs> um, we've managed to absolutely rattle through that in an hour. I thought this would have took a lot longer. We've spoke about a lot. A lot of it was nonsense. Um, but thank you, boys. And uh, thank you, Padman Productions, for all your editing time as ever. You've really got your hands full this evening. Um, if you aren't following us on social media already, you can do so on Twitter and Instagram at hearts underscore podcast. And if you'd like to send us an email, that's heartspodcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to like and subscribe. And if you're listening through Apple Podcasts, feel free to leave us a nice review you or otherwise spread the good word. So... Until next time, keep washing your hands for the hearts. See you again soon.